Welcome back to the Afternoons. I'm Ken Napsuck. That is Josh McCuga. What's up, Ken? How you doing, man? I'm great, dude. I'm feeling really good about everything. <laughs> really? You wouldn't tell about your stance there. Uh, you've had a, you've been driving in the car. You're you're, not, you're standing up. Well, I got okay. So we we got a spin bike in the house. Or right, here's the thing. You know this about me that I hate gyms. I hate gyms. Me too. I don't like working out around people. I don't like waiting for people to like stop working out so yeah. I can use the machine. So uh, the missus buys towels. Oh, it's yeah, it's the worst. Sh- whole separate show. Yeah. Uh, the missus buys a spin bike for the place. She uses it one day, so now it's mine because she went back to spin class. She can't work out at home. It's social for her. Yeah. And then for me, I'm just watching TV on a spin bike. But then after a while, just sitting on it, I think I'm doing permanent damage to my tailbone. And then I was in traffic for an hour, and I'm like sitting up. I'm like I'm like pinching my butt. Well, you got to be careful because men on bikes, if the seat's not right, you can pinch a vein and you're done. You Whoa. got a permanent boner. Oh, no. I know that's not... Entirely scientific. Some people can check my facts there, but I'm telling you, Are be you careful. Are you a proctologist? Nah, You're a urologist. You know, it's a, a different vein. Dr. But, uh, Ken. So I'm worried about that. Yeah. What's the difference between a spin bike and just a regular old stationary bike? I don't know. I think it just the like branding. how it looks like it. <laughs> it like it looks sexier. Like it has lights and like yeah. it has big colors on it. And it's a company that's like Spin Master or something <laughs> like I want an old Airdyne is what I want. Hand pumping <laughs> yes. fan in the house. Yeah. That's what I want. But the airdyne is not is not uh, conducive with what's in our house as yeah. far as decor. Yeah. Oh, it matches the decor. Yeah. Hell yeah. Your house has gone through a lot of changes over the years. Some, <laughs> some better, but that, I just want you know I spin bike. The whole spin class phenomenon is yeah. interesting to me. It's like you're getting together to ride bikes with people. Does yours have Inside. like a does it have a, a little uh, monitor on it so you can uh, no no yeah we like have an upgrade biking through the Alps to the Peloton. The commercials for the Peloton. Have you seen these commercials? <laughs> Jillian Jake Michaels come up and just start oh, yelling at you. There's like a they have like uh, there's cartoons. You're on this. The Peloton looks like my nightmare because it looks like the spin class is now in my living room telling me to pick it up. <laughs> I, that's why I don't go to spin class, Ken. Amanda goes to, that's my wife for the listeners. Some she goes know. to every single class ever. Like she tries a new gym right. class once a week, right? There's string oh, yeah. theory, there's orange theory, there's spin, there's Pilates, there's uh, you know Barry's boot camp, everything. And I mean, the one common thread between all these classes, Ken, yeah. is they are dark and they are inside a room where the music is 500 decibels too loud. Is it like what kind of music? Yeah, remix of Beyonce. It's every Beyonce <laughs> song ever, just remixed over and over and over again. Oh, that's that's. That's actually kind of beautiful. Not enough journey, Ken. Not, a, not enough journey. No. I think you could work out the journey. But so anyways, Agreed. all that to say, you like working out at home. And I do. This is why you're standing. You may have hurt yourself in the spin bike. Yeah, I think my. I'm just like, I got I to gotta redo my spin bike workout, sit yeah. less, stand more. You and I on the bike. You and I share a trait. Yes, we both don't mind working out in parks. No, I love a good park. <laughs> I workout. moved away from uh, one. I, 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 with a little hike, I could get to one right okay. now. Okay, but I, I, I called the hobo gym, and yes. I worked Studio City. I worked out in the park. I there's more hobos uh, around the park that I work out <laughs> at in West Hollywood. Yeah, it's a true. very hoboish park. Yeah. And, 
And, yeah. you know, in the morning when I go, there's a lot of guys, as Tom Dagnino used to call yeah. it, working the pipes because the they've pipe. got a high parallel bars, a low parallel bars. They've got uh, like the monkey bars and yeah. then they've got two pull up bars. And, right. and you see and I kind of like do a little workout around there. And I'll be honest with you. There have been people that have driven by and honked at me as I'm dancing in the park as a workout. Like well, I've got my earphones in and I'm just legit like getting <laughs> it. Like I am putting on a dance show. You know, I didn't have that. I, w- I worked out of this park in Studio City. Mm hmm. In a very nice kind of upper crust little section of Studio City. I wasn't an upper crust person. I lived in the apartments <laughs> behind the upper crust neighborhood. But I'll tell you, true story, there was a hobo twice a week when I go work out there in the mornings when I could get over there. There was a hobo <laughs> who would juggle. Juggle? He'd just break out some old pins, some bowling pins out, and just juggle. That was, that's what he's keeping in his cart in his yeah. bag? He's carrying those pins around? And and here's the thing. I'm not laughing because I'm making fun of him. I'm like, what is this guy's story? Who was he in his life? Was he a circus performer? Apart? Yeah. It's like that show Baskets on yes. FX with Zach Galifianakis, yeah. which is, and, and uh, um, Louis... Um, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson, sorry. Playing his mom. Is, is he, at, at the beginning of last season, he's... Right. Um, He's like traveling with a band of marauding hobo entertainers, circus performers. <laughs> and I, I, that's all I can think about. That's is, what this guy was. Is, is, so you have room in your sack for all your necessities, and that includes juggling pins. And I respect it in a way. And I maybe, I'd be on there working the pipes. Yeah. Working my uh, working, working, the pipes. working the upper some chest. Some dips. Working dips, upper chest, some, yeah. some tri-tip. Uh, yep. Tri-tip. Tri-tip. Tricep <laughs> dips. <laughs> Thinking about tri-tip. And I'd look over, and then he had a big white frosty beard. And here and here's interesting. And here's Santa the other thing. Where I moved now, I, I try not to give away my location to GPS yeah. people uh, who can track me. Yeah. I saw him where on on the walking path near my place, Ooh, and I want to go up to him, and be like, "Tell me about the juggling." Yeah, I just don't have enough like weaponry on me right, right now. Right, He was a little surly. Okay, I don't know. He's and but he, you could also say. Do you recognize me? Do you remember me from right. when I worked out at the park? Do you remember? Because I still I feel have like the, we shared a moment. I still have the gray hoodie. It's the yeah. same. I've had the fo- hoodie for five years. It's got some orange stains on it from too much detergent. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Let me ask you a question. Do you work yeah. out with like hoodie, long pants? Like, do you dress yeah. up and put on a lot of layers to get the sweat on? Yes. Yeah, and I, I'm like the Martin Lawrence type. Like, people are like, you know, remember the story with yeah. the great Martin Lawrence? Uh, Ran to some and they made fun of him. Thirty Rock with Tracy Morgan's yeah. Tracy Jordan character, but that's kind of me. Yeah, like I would, I would, I'd pull up the sleeves a little bit. Okay, but I'd have it like a, a one of those uh, undershirts with the, the the workout shirts. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was sleeveless. Uh-huh. And I have like a, yeah track suit pants mm-hmm. and then like a beat up hoodie because I put my phone in there so I could listen to music mm-hmm. and I'd look like the the guy from Mike Tyson's Punch Out on a workout. Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I my my basically my goal when working out and again not to. To bring this, uh, keep bringing this. But when I first started working out at home, and the wife was like, "Why are you wearing a hat, a snow hat, like a beanie <laughs> and a hoodie and sweat, pants?" Baby, and sweat. I was like, basically, I want to sweat and I want to look like those high school wrestlers that ran the stairs in the, in the, yeah. the pool, try to get the sweat to, to lose the water weight, yeah. or look like a, a gym teacher with like all the sweats on. They, every gym teacher had those USA sweats, right? At least in elementary yes. school, middle school, whatever. Probably and uh, have, but yeah, you know, I, listen, if gym teacher had made more money. If yeah. the gym teacher was a more lucrative position, <laughs> I think I would have made a pretty oh, fun you gym teacher. Been, you would have been like a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like Coach McCuga. Coach McCuga. Yeah. Like I had in in high school, we had Coach Pacell, who the late Mario Pacell, who just passed away, he was a great, great teacher, used to use duct tape to fix everything, including the gash on his knee once. <laughs> and he was a great guy and he used to ride his bike every day, like twenty six miles. See? 
There you and go. There was uh, Coach LaDuca or Coach Duca. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, Coach Will. You remember them all. Coach yeah. McCuga would have been a class Dude. A Hall of Fame. I think, you know, I've, I've forgotten a lot of my teachers' names. It fades, But yeah. I don't forget any of my gym teachers' names. Right. Les Evans, Michael Anderson. Uh, oh, when you know their first names, you're in good. Coach Morton. They call him Snortin' Morton because he got busted for Coke a few years back. <laughs> of course he did. You know, uh, Coach Render. I mean, <laughs> and, and you know, the thing about gym classes, as a gym teacher, just play floor hockey for mm. every gym class, oh, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah. Kids just want to play floor hockey oh, or dodgeball. Man. I used to play, uh, we used to play team handball. Mm. That was, was the goalie in team yeah. handball. Gosh, Coach Enoway. I remember Coach Enoway. And it was funny, this guy, Coach Enoway, he's a good guy. I've yeah. seen him. Uh, if I go back in town, I'll see him around town mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, he was. Uh, he had to have been in his mid-20s when I was in high school, but I thought he was 50. <laughs> and not that he looked it, but you're just like, oh, he's an adult. He's 50. Because you're young. Yeah, I'm young. The future's wide open. I still see, you know, my my really good friend, he had kids very young, right? right. And his and his youngest, his oldest daughter is now 17. She's going to be a senior. She's a junior in high school. Right. And when I went back over Christmas, she was like, you guys are so old. And I was like, get out of here. I'm not old. Shut up. I'm old. You're old. I'm old. Yeah. We're old. Old people. Trust me. We're old. <laughs> we're still young, but we're old. Yeah. Speaking of old, man, Valentine's Day is an old news uh, thing, man. It's been our lives, right, Josh? We ty- we're not Valentine's men. We're nope. tired of that corporate nope. holiday. But here, here things have changed. Yes. Things have, I'm in a healthy, adjusted, uh, adjust, well-adjusted relationship. It took you a while to get there. Yeah, I'm there, though. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Just in love and, and in the sentence structure. Yes. Um, <laughs> we had our first Valentine's Day, and then this was your first Valentine's Day as a married it man. It was. So I want to know from you first, did it change? Does it change? I, I'm lucky in in the sense that Amanda does not like to really go all out for Valentine's Day. Right. I mean, I'm sure if I took trait. her to a nice meal or something, but she's like, I don't, we don't have to do anything, right. which is great. I think there is, you know, uh, I mean, we've only been married a little over four months, and it's, yeah. it's fantastic. I love it. It's amazing. It's an amazing bond with a human being. It's because I officiated. Because I, 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 bless, you I blessed you. Hell, Lumberg was there. Lumberg was there. Um and, uh, but no, you know, we, we just, we chilled out, we held some spritzes and oh, nice. I went and picked up sushi and we watched the Olympics and she fell asleep on the couch. It was just a lovely, lovely evening, uh, sharing love. You know, I went, I woke up in the morning and I said I had to move my car, which was a total lie. Lie. And, uh, I ran to the store and got roses and everything before oh, people started flooding the store. Yeah. It was about eight before the five o'clock, five o'clock guy rush. Yes. While the guy's yeah. getting, oh crap, we got to get them roses. <laughs> got to go down to the. Flower shop. There, I saw a picture. Uh, it was like one of those memes, and it was like seven dudes at a right age just, <laughs> yeah, just staring at the card section of Valentine's Day. That's the best. And then I was at Target this morning, and That's the best. You, they immediately day yeah. after Valentine's Day, they're now it's now just says Happy Easter, where it says Happy Valentine's oh, Day, yeah. and they're plugging the Easter cards in they're there. They're just right I mean, then and go. Yeah. I, I went to Walgreens and got got my lady a nice Star Wars Valentine's card. Hey, yeah, what it say? Uh, it said something quite, uh, it was like Darth Vader, but here's the thing what I didn't like. It was like Darth Vader. And on the front, it says you, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like you, uh, on this day need to know. And then it flips dot, 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 dot ellipses. And you flip it over and it's Yoda saying, you're going to be a good Jedi one day or something like that. And I was like, this is not canon. This wouldn't happen. <laughs> Yoda and Vader wouldn't just give me like Vader and the emperor on the, you know, I like that. It wasn't so much the sentiment of the card, no. but the fact that it wasn't canon. You're no. like, I'm out. That's it. Yoda and Vader wouldn't be on the same page. Yeah. I'd love to. Have, here's a Valentine's card. And you, 
Darth Vader's on the front, like, sure. you are going to be opened up. And the Emperor's like, a good Sith. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. Like, no, I would have been okay with that. But I got her that. It had a little um, Star Wars, uh, like, uh, bracelet. Okay. Like a, like a friendship bracelet type okay. of thing. So I, in the card, I said, I always, I wanted to get you jewelry. Jewelry for... Uh, <laughs> jewelry? Jewelry. Yeah. You can't talk tonight. <laughs> anyways, we, anyways, so we had a good day. Yeah, you what'd you guys the, do? Uh, I mean, this is... Ken, I've known you a long time. You have. And uh, I can't say in all my years of knowing you that I've ever been like, wow, Ken's got plans for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. And that's not a slight on you. No, it's no, not it's a not a slight. And, I, and even when I was in relationships, it was like, ah... <laughs> My best Valentine's before that was like a trip to In-N-Out. Like Whoa. We, we had... No, but that's... I mean, that was good. That was yeah. good. But this one was like the first time when I was in, in it to win it. I was invested. Yeah. Real love, man. And we went to Huntington Library out in San Marino. You ever I, been out I, there? I've heard great things about this place. Let me ask you. Do you like staring at flowers? No. It might not be the place for you. <laughs> might not be the place for you. Okay. Does your lady like staring at plants? Uh, she loves flowers. Okay. Yeah. Then you might have to suck it up and go. Suck it up. I personally love it. I love a good garden, a well-tended garden. So okay. this is like 200 acres of like research. 200 yeah, acres. There's libraries uh, and arts, uh, you know, art art uh, museums. Sorry, uh, I had a sloppy joes for dinner. Um, and, and you kind of, you just you take your time. It took us like six hours. My six feet hurt. hours. It's a nice place, a nice cafe to eat there. Really? And you walk around. Any whiskey at the cafe? Uh, they got some alcohol. Oh, I think okay. some beer more than anything. Okay. Beer and wine. Yeah. And you walk around and you just, and, and you take... Funny pictures, ah. you know, stand, and there's koi fish in a koi pond. Big koi guy. I, I, honestly, all right, so here's the thing. Love there's koi. a little bridge, okay. and you walk out. It's in the Japanese garden. Of course. And they got all, all the koi. Japanese gardens have little yeah. bridges. And the first thing we walk up, we just kind of stand, and I go, oh, look at the fish. Look at the fishy. You know, because yeah. they're always, when you're in love, you're, you're talking s- silly voices. Yeah. Hey, look at the baby. Look at the fishy. Look at the fishy. Yeah. And one of the koi comes over, and he's like, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> and he, like, sticks his head out. Within 20 seconds, 40 koi were there, all just looking at us. And we're like, oh, right. We're like, oh, they're social fishes. They love us. We're so good with animals. The fish know. Mm -hmm. We walk back. Then we walk away, and we come back like 25 minutes later, coming back around. Same thing again. We're like, "Uh, hey, they're coming back. And so nicely. She was real nice, well-intentioned. She must be like a member because you can pay for a membership. And she's got two young kids with her, and she looks over. She's like, this is where they feed them. Like, no, the fish don't like you. They want you to feed them, a-hole. You know, it kind of ruined the moment. But we had a good Valentine's you thought night. You thought uh, that the koi really did have a soft spot yeah, for you and I Grace, thought, that you're Dr. Yeah, Doolittle-ing yes, it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because there was a, a squirrel got uncomfortably close to us earlier in the day, and I'm good with squirrel. I am not. Uh, I'm good. I used to have a pet squirrel at the apartment in Studio City. Okay, this is where we sign off. Yeah. This is where Did, I, I me, might be Me and Santini, when we lived together, yeah, this, well, there was a squirrel that used to climb the, the wires and yeah. come down to the tree in front of our balcony. Okay. And we noticed it, or before I moved in, like, Lou noticed it, and then okay. his roommate at the time, like, they just, like, this, every day this squirrel we think's the same one mm-hmm. is coming down here. So Lou got, one day I'm riding around with him. And I was just starting to move in there. Okay. And he goes, I, I need a, do you mind if I stop at Orchard Hardware Supply? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? He goes, I need to buy a two-by-four. And I go, for what? He says, to build a bridge to my squirrel. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and he had measured it out, and we got a two-by-four, and we built a bridge from the balcony of the apartment into the tree. So then what he got, he goes to the store and buys a bag of, like, peanuts. And 
what we every morning, like ten thirty, and I'd have to go to work, and then yeah. he'd send me pictures, and on weekends I'd see it. He'd, he'd walk out, and Lou would go, and he'd take the peanut and he'd tap it on the wood, and the squirrel would come out from the apartment complex next to us, on the high wire, the, the electrical wire, into the tree, cross the bridge, and eventually it got comfortable enough it would walk right up, and we'd feed it with, from our hands. We nicknamed him Chubby. Uh, the silence you're hearing on this end <laughs> of the microphone is my mouth agape in awe. Right. We didn't name him. We called him Chubby because he was he was putting on weight. Well, because probably because we're eating him peanuts. Snacks. And our goal was we had the the bowl of peanuts inside on the floor in the apartment. The mm-hmm. goal was let's leave the door open and see if the squirrel will come in and just eat peanuts with us while we watch TV. And then one day the squirrel just stopped showing up. Oh no! We don't know what happened. It's like to Chubby. Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> when the ducks in the first episode, the ducks just disappear. disappear. Now I feel bad. Well, see, here's the thing: is I have a problem with squirrels mostly because when I was in college, the yeah. main part of Penn State, there was an area called Old Main. Old Main obviously had a huge lawn, and there was these squirrels and kids and, and students would feed them peanuts or popcorn or whatever they right. had in their thing. And I would walk by, and these people were like, "Oh, look, the squirrels!" And I was like, "Stop domesticating them!" <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> they are wild animals. They will literally rip your face off. Um, and so You're I had a problem wrong, with though. the squirrels. Yeah, because you can't. I don't know. I, again, You're not wrong. They it's like rabies or something. Siegfried and Roy had a good run going. They had a they good one. Tempted fate, and the tiger attacked him. I don't want to make jokes, but seriously, <laughs> you don't. You don't tempt wild animals. You don't. Can't train an alligator. Don't you don't buy a angry. sea otter, yes. no matter how cute they are. Yes. they're wild animals. It's those news. A Florida man was killed by his boa Correct. constrictor. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's the story of my squirrel. <laughs> But anyways, so you're, you're past Valentine's they're, they're all squirrels. They're all over Huntington Library. Okay. Go there if you like uh, like staring at plants Flowers. with your lady. Did you make her a dinner or something nice? Um, no, we got a nice night? dinner. We got a cafe there, oh. and then we came back. We were kind of too hungry for something something okay. big, and it was nice because we didn't you know we nice. didn't go out and spend hundreds of dollars on yeah. some big dinner. No, you didn't have to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we move on, I'd like to know yeah. if you were to write a Star Wars Valentine's Day card, what would yours say? Uh, it would say I traveled. All the the ways through the galaxy, and then you flip the card over to um, to to be in love with you um, to the end of time. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's not really pretty, Star Wars. It's pretty good. I mean, that was uh, a crazy make them up. I mean, it, I think mine would be like before I met you, I was Han Solo. <laughs> That's but better. now that we're together, yeah, I'm Han Duo. I mean, I that would not be the card I think the woman would want, but I, I think you you and I are on the right track. Okay, we're getting we there. Made it. It's almost canon. Yeah, it's, it's almost, almost canon. canon. Yeah, at okay. least as long as you don't put Vader and Yoda in the same card, yes. we'll be okay. Uh, now it's time for a little segment we call Don't Judge Me. Don't Judge Me. One Ken. of us has probably done something worth judgment, <laughs> but we'd like to let you know, eh, don't judge us. Don't you dare. Ken. Yeah. Olympics are going on. Olympics, the Winter Olympics. I'm a big fan of the Olympic Games. Huge. I'm obsessed with the Summer Games because I was a swimmer. Uh, I love anything that... I just love the fact that these athletes sacrifice their lives in sports that nobody will ever watch. Right. right. There is a subsect of human beings that, that are passionate in, you know, like in Norway, they're right. super passionate about cross country skiing right. or speed skiing. Because according right? to Katie Kirk, they have to to get to work. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I had no idea that mm-hmm. in, in Holland, in the Netherlands, they right. have a 200-kilometer race through these uh, on speed skates, not cross-country speed skating, right. on frozen inlets from lakes and rivers. Okay. And the last time they did it was like 2006 because of global warming, but they're going to yeah. do it this year because the temperatures have been so low that they're <laughs> they're going to do, I forget the name of the race, but uh, that, that gets me excited. Long distance ice skating, it's like Mystery Alaska. It's a good movie, right? Yeah. Was that Gene Hackman's final movie? No. 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 But that was Russell Crowe. Oh, that was, I'm finest. thinking Welcome to Mooseport. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Ray Romano. Yeah. Close enough. But Russell Crowe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but don't judge me, don't judge Ken, you. right now, because today I was late to a meeting because I needed to see who won USA versus Italy in men's curling. I Listen, don't judge me. I think the curling is honestly awesome. I'm bummed that in my life I wasn't, right. I didn't have access to a curling arena, a like curling a, rink, a curling a, center. A curling training facility. Yes. You weren't recruited by the Jedi who told you we're going to make you a curler. Yes. Imagine you are, you grown up, right? And you have a ping pong table in your basement. You're right. going to have, you're you going to be good ping at ping pong. pong, right? But, <laughs> correct. Yeah. You're a little Forrest Gump yeah. in there, right? Yeah. Now, you say, oh, you know, do you ever play tennis? No, but I'm good at ping pong. That's like the saying, hey, I'm good at bar shuffleboard. <laughs> I should be good at curling. Yeah. Okay? I think so. But curling, an amazing, you could see yourself drinking curling. Right. They're always screaming. They're they're rubbing the ice with these brooms. One of their feet is like sticky or has like spikes in it. Right. The other one is slim so they can like kind of like ru- I mean, shuffle there's, along. There's a science to curling these yeah. huge stones and warming the ice and bending these stones in order to like land them in this landing zone. And Ken it's very is Jedi-like. mesmerizing. Yeah. It's mesmerizing because a lot of times in different languages, they're yelling the same thing. Thing, right. And it sounds the same. You could you, you're hearing like <laughs> yes. hut, hut, oh, oh, hut, hut. Every curly match I've watched, no matter who, I'm always yes. like, what are they? Is yeah. there some code? I'm not sure. One hundred percent. The Italians right. versus the Americans. The Italians won on the last frame. They had right. what they call the hammer. Oh, the Italians won. So the you're it's, happy, even uh, though you're American. I mean, listen, it was it was my you're people Italian versus my people. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it, you know, these guys, they're all from Wisconsin, Minnesota, where curling is huge. Right. Canada, obviously, sure. is the favorite in men's and women's. The curling in Canada is a national sport. Really? That's where like they're hockey. champions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, Ken, I mean, I'm mesmerized. And Amanda comes home. She's like, are you watching curling again? Again. And she's in the other room, and you're hearing like, ah! And is it can it is mesmerizing? It's so fun. I really would like to curl. I know that I'm never really going to get that opportunity unless I'm I'm somewhere in the Great White North and there's a curling center nearby. Yeah, I'd like to give curling a chance because I want to I want to say 88 Olympic Winter Olympics, which uh, was Calgary, Calgary, and 92 Olympics were 88 Olympics was famous for uh, 88. Well, Ben Johnson and his uh, no, no, 88 Olympics in Calgary. What was it famous for? Um, trying to remember. Feel the rhythm, feel the ride, get on up. It's bobsled time. Oh, that was the first Jamaican bobsled team. team. Cool running. Well, it was around that time that curling. I don't know the history of when curling entered into the Olympics. I don't either. Yeah, we we could research that some other time. Um, but I remember around that time, curling entered the pop culture. Yeah. I was like, what is, is this a sport? And, and initially you make your bad playground jokes about, uh, I get tossed and rocked. Right. No, I can get behind it. This is a sweet science. Yeah. And it, you know, what's awesome about it is just like, it's four dudes or three dudes in the team one. Right. And they're all talking to each other. You got to aim here. You got to aim here. It's right. like, it's like playing bar games. It's like throwing bags or it's like shuffle pucking. The whole thing is it's like, yeah. it's a cool sport to play with your buddies. Okay. But you just, you just, I, a question just got raised. Yeah. All right. So 
we know in this in this modern age, uh, gender is looked at. You know, we 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 don't look at it as as we did before, right? Yeah. That's fair to say. Um, but at the same time, you know, you're not going to see a lot of uh, females playing NFL yeah. football or right. something for 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 various reasons, mm-hmm. um, unless it's Catholic Ireland kicking. Yeah. All right, in college, um, North Texas, is, North Texas. Thing. Is there men's and women's curling? Yes, men's and women's curling. There's even mixed doubles. This is the first year. Of the okay, Olympics. but mixed that, that's what I was getting to because I don't see the need to separate. No, curling. you don't. You could have. I'm telling you, I think if you got some of the best women and some of the best men together on a team, I mean, like a super like team. a four by like four, <laughs> two, women, two men, of curling. Incredible. And also I didn't, I, the, the women's event was going on and everybody, the Twitter was a buzz. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce her name. She is, you know, the Russia, Russia was banned from the Olympics, but there oh. are the yes. Olympic athletes from Russia or can compete. Oh, they're like under a, the they're like independent, like a like a free agent team. Correct. Like all the MLB free agents aren't signed or their own spring training this yes, year. Okay. Yes. Uh, and uh, the one female curler from Russia is a. She looks like Angelina Jolie. Okay. She's a smoke show. She's a curl babe. Yeah. Oh, curl babe. Yeah. Okay. A curling okay. queen, as you as you <laughs> curling know, queen. Uh, like, but so, but but I'm, I'm not wrong. And from there. the U.S., it's yeah. a brother sister combo. That's not weird at all. No, <laughs> they're screaming at each other. He's got a mustache. That's fascinating. She's got this furrowed See, brow. And here, and here, and here's the thing. This is going to turn into like some bad Netflix movie. Sure. And it shouldn't. Why? Well, because a rom- romance over curling. No, like like uh, like I love Christopher Guest movies. I think I think he his last one mascots wasn't that great, but I I, I think you you could do like a curling a a, a mockumentary about curlers. Sure. But I think a lot of people would do it wrong. I think I think maybe you and I could do it. I, I agree. I think yeah. we could write a great curling. Movie. I would because sport. It's so weird. The competitive nature of humans at the base core level. Yes, kicks in. Yes. Did I ever tell you about my game Ruckus? That no. I co-created? Tell me about Ruckus. All right. So I used to live at a house in Northridge, and we had okay. a big big backyard and a and a porch, like a flat porch. Okay. Concrete that went straight into the grass. Yeah. And and it. like a pole, so almost like a ranch type of yeah. thing. But it was, it was a mid uh, three three bedroom house. Okay. One day we had a dartboard out there. Yeah, yeah. And darts are fun, Love right? I, I bought this dartboard. And so okay. we're flinging me, my friend Joel, and my friend Brian. Okay. And Brian's a couple years older than us from Texas. Joel and I moved down to LA together. Okay. And we're throwing darts, and there we had a Nerf football in the yard too. And the Nerf okay. football was underneath the dartboard. Okay. Okay. One of us gets a phone call. So we step inside and we're making dinner and type, we're just hanging out. We come back out, and like Brian is throwing the darts at the football now. <laughs> And he's hitting, he's like, it makes this sound when the dart goes in the nerf. I'm like, that's kind of fun. And so it was a, sh- you know, crappy nerf football. We didn't sure. care. So we tossed it out in the yard. Okay. We had a lemon tree, two lemon trees Ooh, in the backyard, gorgeous. a rose rose garden, everything. Yeah. Um, Sounds like the hunting yeah. garden of backyard. Exactly. Kind of was. So uh, no squirrels. Um, yeah. Just a cat used to jump over and <laughs> diarrhea in that yard and jump back over. Um, and we put the nerf football out there, maybe 10 yards. Yeah. So we start trying to throw the dart, dart at it. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're creating rules. Next thing you know, a scoring system. Yes. First to 10. And then if you get a dart, it's alternating. But if you get hit a dart, you get to go again. And if you hit two darts, you get to declare ruckus. And that means you get to throw all the darts at once. <laughs> and if you get, you get whatever points it is. So then <laughs> we added this. Then we put about a f- two feet behind the Nerf football, we put a lemon. The biggest, plumpest lemon we can find. Okay. And if you hit five points, you could declare you're going for the lemon. And if you hit the lemon with the dart, you win the game automatically. So that was the it's first. Like the golden seeker. This golden was before seeker. Quidditch. Right. 
And so those are the basic rules. So then we ruckus sounds incredible. We invited te- ten to twelve other people over okay. one day. We had a ruckus tournament. Everyone got to choose countries. Genius. We kept score. We had a tournament. We declared our first ever. My friend Corey won the first ever ruckus championship. So then we added the ruckus like, cupus, like basketball. We just yes. started adding rules, and then we actually added a hanging lemon, and we we tied a little noose around the lemon, and we hung it from this tree and you had the lemon on the ground you could at any point in the game hit that hanging lemon and the game was over you won though we added eventually the opponent had one chance to match it and tie the game up oh so redemption on the lemon yeah and so then we had the football with this and then we we kind of adjusted the rules but we kept the same you i still have friends to this day who will, will email me and be like Anyway, bring him back, Ruckus, because we moved <laughs> Dude, from that house. I am really excited about Ruckus, and it is amazing that the the level of intensity that would come out. There's a famous incident where one of my friends, uh, acquaintance at the time, got kind of mad because he lost. He he lost, and and he went to grab the dart and threw it at my friend Jay and almost took his eye out because he was pissed. Yeah, Adam was like, "All right," he like threw it. My friend Jay was like, "All right," we like had this and. <laughs> And then, because we're idiots. Yeah. And we didn't drink. I didn't drink back then. Sure. I, not, alcohol wasn't really involved. Okay. We declared, Dummy. at Dummy. one point, an opponent watching could declare C-3PO. And much like the beginning of New Hope, where C-3PO and R2-D2 walk through the corridor where the stormtroopers are shooting at the rebels, you could pass through the uh, level the of play. play and create a distraction. That's dangerous. Yeah, it, it was but probably like one of our... It. We didn't play that rule a lot. We Anyways, played... my point with, with curling... Ruckus. Ruckus could be an Olympic sport. Let's be honest, dude. There are a lot of sports out there, in my opinion, that that should be Olympic sports. Right. Darts. Right. Billiards. I agree. A with shuffle that. puck. How come in the Olympics there isn't a snowball fight? You Ooh. have you have sanctioned snowballs that are colored. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's like capture the flag, right? If oh, you love that. you have like sensors on, you have like a sensor yeah. vest, right? And you have sensors on your pants and a helmet, yeah. right? And there's flags on each thing. It's a team of 10. If you get hit by five snowballs, you're out. Yeah. Your team's out. And it becomes, you have to hide behind things and you have to do it. And then in order to get the flag, it's like, it's uh, in like in American gladiators, you know, the, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the if you hit the target above them, you won. That was, so, the be- that was the best level of American Gladiators. Yeah. Like tennis balls being shot at you. There's a, t- oh, yeah. Diamond was the, incredible uh, yeah. at it. Yeah. Uh, there's a target above them. I like and it's a small, small target. So yeah. obviously the closer you get, the yes. better. Or you could have like a guy that was great at launching the snowballs at the target. Yeah, we call him the missile. Yeah. yeah. But you can't get the target. I'm like creating a snowball game here. You can't go at the target until there's only four people left on the opposing uh, side. So how many, t- how many on a team? Ten. Ten a team. Yeah. Like a good old recess session or elementary PE session of yes. capture the flag. Yes, but with snowballs. I don't you, know why this can't be a thing. Can you imagine how much fun it would be? I love the Olympics. I haven't watched much this year, but I used to play Epics on, on my Commodore 64. The Epics was the name of the company, and they produced yeah. summer games and winter games, and they'd update them. I think yeah. they had winter games Calgary and okay. Seoul. Um, they had that for Nintendo, too. Yeah, Same yeah. did it yeah. translate over? Yeah. So Epics yeah. had it was on Commodore 64. But they had one called California Games. You ever play that? Of course. Yes. Caber yes. toss, yes. bull riding, cliff diving. Cliff diving was hard. Do you remember hard. how hard cliff diving was? I used was? to always hit my character on the cliff Yeah, on the rocks. And yeah, die. Die. Um, so that's kind of the same vein. No, agreed. I, you know, there's a lot of Snowball. sports out there. There's a lot of sports out there that, that deserve their time in the sun because, yeah. I mean, I can watch speed skating all day long. I can, right. for in the Olympics, I can watch the, the biathlon is amazing. Yes. You shoot and you ski, you shoot and you right. ski. Um, and then 
it's for me, you know, I know they came out that Eddie the Eagle movie, but I yes. feel like ski jumping is the most fun looking, most dangerous thing I've ever seen in it's my life. It's insanity. Yes. You are flying with giant skis. Yeah. Leaning fully over. Like you're literally falling. You're literally falling. The sport They're is talking, how, how well you can fall. Ken, you're jumping like a football field and a half down a, a, a hill. On skis. Yeah. In weather conditions, bad weather conditions. And then they got to land. And not only do they get judged on distance, yeah. but how they land. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They should just get a clap for landing in general. If you land even one centimeter wrong, you're like crash. Yes. Well, remember ABC Sports, uh, Why World of Sports? The that bloopers. Was, the blooper. That, that, like that, was, that was in the opening and the agony of defeat. It's a ski <laughs> jumper. Yes. Rattling. Through, oh, through his the, legs are falling over. Like his knees yeah. are separating in his legs. Yeah, I... I'm all ski uh, ski jumping. I, we used to on on one of those games, the yes. Epic Games. Used to play it, and I was even scared playing it on a Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I could. I, that that might be one of my worst nightmares. What's that? Ski if, jumping. if someone was like, you have to do a round of ski jumping For, to save your like life. a million dollars. Your girlfriend, your girlfriend right yeah. now, yeah, is terrorists. sitting over a pool of alligators. Yes, and you have to jump 40 they, meters off a ski jump. And they call Liam Neeson, and he goes, "Hold on," and he, they hand the phone to me. We'll let this out if you do one ski jump, and and, and we're like we're not even saying you're gonna land, just, just survive, just survive. I don't know if I'd be like it was a good run. Here's the worst part, okay? Yeah, they sit them down, and their skis are stuffed in, yeah. like. So they can't move the skis. Imagine catching an edge on one of those things, and you can't fall anywhere. Yeah. It's not just like a ski and then you take off. Yeah. It's you're stuck in these chutes. It seems like it's the like, most dangerous thing. I ever. also, I had a friend, uh, my good, a good friend, Ty in high school was a pole vaulter. He, right. he was a receiver on the football team as a pole vaulter. Pole vaulting's up there for being just oh, silly Lord. stupid. You're running it and you hope to get this long pole in a hole in the pad. And yeah. then you launch yourself into the air and fall. 15 feet? No. You know me. No. I'm obsessed with origin stories, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I talk about it in my stand-up. I, I'm obsessed with origin stories. I love a good origin story, which is why I think I love the first parts of any movie franchise, because yes. they, you get okay. a lot of origin Batman stories. Batman Begins, right? New Batman, Hope. Yeah, correct. Got it. Right? Got it. Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle, exactly. I always want to be around. The There's an event called Nordic Combined, which is yes. ski jumping and then cross-country skiing. And then, so at what point did like the yeah. ancient Vikings have to jump and then like take and off and what, in the same skis? Yeah. Did they? Did, is that the one where you also shoot? <laughs> no, that's biathlon. Biathlon. Biathlon is the shoot and the ski. Shoot Nordic ski. combined, they jump and then depending on their jump is how far they start back in the yeah. cross-country race. Yeah. Um, I, I can, uh, the origin story of, and, and then how did somebody be like, all right, so here's what you do. You're going to launch off this thing and then you're going to fly with your skis and then hopefully you're going to land and not die. (laughs) The first guy was like, "Um, I agree. I'm done. You got to be thinking about biathlon. What made them combine shooting and skiing? (laughs) That's like, you're going to swim two laps, get out of the pool, eat some pasta, (laughs) get back in the pool, swim Swim a backstroke. Don't throw up. Eat a donut. Yeah. What ski? These guys are crazy. You should say, like when yeah. when cross country skiers cross the line at the end, they just fall over yes. and start throwing up because it seems yes. exhausting. <laughs> They've like gone for miles. A bear has chased them. Yeah, uh, Bob Costas has chased them. Are you a skier? Were you a skier? No, at all? I've never actually skied. You once. Imagine Bob Costas. Bob skiing. Costas yeah. skied. Uh, all five foot one of them. Skiing is like if there's an uphill part, you take off your skis and you just start walking up the hill. Okay. You don't ski up the hill. These cross country skiers are skiing up. up the hill. They got poles and stuff. They got like ninety foot poles. 
Uh, there was also a very funny thing I heard an announcer say before we yeah. move on. There was a very yeah. funny thing I heard an announcer say. There's an event called Snowboard Cross, mm-hmm. which is six guys on a, on a, on snowboards racing down like over jumps, around curves, and okay. they're basically it's it's like war on snowboards. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. So the one guy crashes, and you see that all of the guys have crashed except for one. So that guy's obviously going to move on. But the top three get to move on. So the other guys are, like, hopping up a hill with their oh, snowboard attached. they attached to the snowboard. Still, and they have to try and finish because they want to move on. And the announcer's like, listen, snowboard cross is a lot like – it's like NASCAR with snowboards, except when you crash a car in NASCAR, you don't, get ru- you don't run out of your car holding a tire and try and finish <laughs> running with the tire. And I was like, that is one of the funniest things that. I've ever heard. I want that. I know. It's like you <laughs> crash the car. Hey, listen, you got to finish this thing running with the tire in your hand. Good luck, <laughs> Jeff Gordon. Just created a sport. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Long story short, don't judge Josh. There's yes, no need. None. The curling leads to fun conversations. Like among, Ruckus. Uh, yeah, man, Ruckus. I am so jealous of Ruckus. Uh, we'll talk more about Ruckus. Yeah. I, might have to, I don't have the area to play, but if one of us moves into a house, Ruckus is back. Ruckus is Ruckus back. Ruckus is back. Uh, Josh, we make mistakes. That's yes. what we call this segment. I made a mistake. Uh, did you make a mistake? Can I, you know, I went out to lunch yesterday okay. with the missus. Took her to a Valentine's Day That's... lunch at a pizza place by her office. Mm. I had never been there. Okay. I didn't know how large the pieces of pizza were going to be. Right. When you get ordered by the slice. You I ordered, ordered by the slice. Yeah. Got it. I, and you know me, I'm a big pizza eater. I love it. I figured right. I can eat four slices. And you lived in New York for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, you know how to do pizza right. Can at one point in my life, I had pizza for nine straight meals. How so do you know? that's four and a half days of pizza. That's breakfast, all I ate. Breakfast, lunch, dinner? No, no, I'm not a breakfast guy. Lunch, yeah, dinner, lunch, either. dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, wow. dinner, lunch. Nine days of pizza. Nine meals of pizza. Nine meals. Four and a half straight days of pizza. And I got to tell got you, it, got probably it. the best four and a half days of my life, and that included yeah. my honeymoon. You don't remember the third day no, much. I blacked a, out. It's just a haze of pepperoni. <laughs> oh, man. That oh, old Mozzie haze. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. But I ordered eight slices of pizza yesterday at lunch for yeah. me and the missus, and uh you know, you don't think about it. You want to try every slice, so you just order them, and then you realize you can't really bring home half-eaten pizza no. in like a to-go oh, thing. No, it doesn't no. really hold up, and heating it back up yeah. is is not the best. And yeah, no, you got to put it in a pan. You I made a mistake. Ken. You, what'd you What'd you do? I made a mistake. I ordered too much pizza. You wouldn't think that that's a mistake. No, it can be, but it is. It was a mistake. Yeah, you just. At what point did you realize it? Midway through, like slice three, when they just kept bringing out more slices, and and the, and, the, and you know my wife, she's not a big girl. No, she no, can't really house the pizza, if you will. <laughs> she, she's not helping out the you consumption. Know, I I do think though, finding a, a partner that houses pizza well is something maybe you should look for. Put All on, right? put it on the old that's Bumble on, profile. That's there, on okay? you, and I love Amanda. <laughs> um, so you had how many slices at that point? Coming still. So I was three deep, and we yeah. had five to go. Okay. Amanda ate a slice of white, and then I had four. I had one called Meat Jesus. That's was, the pizza name? The, the pizza was called is, Meat Jesus. This is like Jesus. one of them hipster joints? Yeah, it was a okay. hipster joint. Just, it's uh, called Supreme Pizza. Yeah, it's called a Supreme. Yeah. Uh, I had a pepperoni mushroom, another pepperoni, I and like margarita that. coming. Before you know it, I, I mean, I was kind of blacking out from pizza, <laughs> but I knew full well pain. that I wasn't, that I didn't have, because I'm leaving tomorrow, I didn't have time the rest of the week to consume and, and enjoy this right. pizza. So I had to eat it there. Right. It was not a comfortable ride home. Uh, no, no, that's the bad. That's bad. bad um, pizza. I know what you're feeling. There's a there's a round table near where I live now. Ooh, before I even buffet. lived over here. Yeah. Yeah. 
pizza buffet. Tuesdays, all you can eat pizza between like 11 and 2. We've so, been to a pizza buffet together, Ken. Yes. Oh, we went to, we went to Shakey's. Yeah. Uh, similar thing. Me and my friend Joel. I mentioned my friend Joel. He's, he's, he's a good guy. He's a ruckus man. Ruckus, co-creator of Ruckus, the greatest game in history. Um, <laughs> we, 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 hadn't, we had moved out. We, you know, he got married. We drifted apart. So it was like one of those, hey, let's meet up, have lunch type yeah. things. And he's like, I go to this round table. It's near my work. I'm like, I'm not too far from it. I'll, dr- I'll meet you there. I have never almost crapped in my car in a parking lot. I know. Lot. It's scary. It's what? It's not right. That's yeah. a mistake. I, the worst thing that happened. And you realize it about four slices in. You're oh. like, but I paid for this. I got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, if, I'm not nothing of frugal, Ken. Right. And that frugality, it came <laughs> out because I was going to finish came, that pizza. It came out your pants. It sure did. what the I, frugality did. I, the, the GPS said, uh, uh, disturbance ahead on the 101. I was like, please God, no. Have you? I've driven home crying. Oh, because I have to. I'm cramping so bad. God, it's terrible. It's the worst thing in the world. It's sometimes I've run into my building and, and I have a nosy neighbor. I have uh-huh. I have like the uh-huh. community watch that neighbor dude, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, and uh, I've run up the stairs like, you okay? I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. Take me out. This is what I love. You know, celebrities are just like us. Yeah. I would love to have over here like Clooney and Damon talking about. Oh, the other day I had uh, some dominoes. I was on Magnolia trying to get back to my place. I Good thought I was going to have to pull over and, and crap in an AMPM. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I want Clooney and Damon to talk about on the set of Ocean's Eleven. I told the Teamster driver to hurry <laughs> it up in the Rolls Royce limo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, hey, we all make mistakes, but sure. you can recover in life, Josh. Thanks, and I, and I, I want you to know the future is still bright for you. You just need some <laughs> wisdom. Like, say, yes. the wisdom of Bad Boys 2. Bah, bah, bah. The greatest movie of all time It is. You. Can uh, you... Listen, Bad Boys yeah. 2 is my favorite movie of all time. I could watch it anytime, anytime anywhere. anywhere. Die Hard is a close second. That's fair. Uh, Bad Boys 2 teaches you one thing. A buddy of mine uh, mm-hmm. recently found out he's having a baby. He and his wife did a gender reveal today. They're having a baby girl. It's a thing now, yeah. And if there's one thing you learn from Bad Boys 2 is that if a girl comes, if a guy comes to the door to date your daughter, mm-hmm. you scare the shit out of sure. that human being. Right. That is your goal as it's a father, job. as an uncle, as a friend of the father, whatever. Tay Leone's dad. It's because one day you know that a young Josh McCuga is going to show up at your door, <laughs> all smiles and charm, being like, hey, Mr. McCuga, I just came out to take Denise. I don't know why I'm going to name my daughter You're Denise, name but your daughter I, Denise I don't know why that was the first name that came out. <laughs> it's not I mean, a bad name. <laughs> no, but it's probably not going to be Denise. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm here to take out Denise. I'm like, listen, you s- and and you yeah. listen, you got to go full Bad Boys Two on the kid, okay. or it's not going to work. Uh, okay. And that's listen, if you're going to watch Bad Boys Two and you can take away anything from Bad Boys Two right. when it comes to raising a child, it's that moment. That's in Bad the one. Boys 2. That's that's it. that's the wisdom of Bad Boys that's Two. The wisdom of Bad and Boys guys, Two. Guys, that's what we're going to be doing here on this show. We're going to give you the wisdom of Bad Boys Two and the wisdom of my favorite movie of all time, Young Guns Two. Next but episode. That's Young next Guns episode. Two this now is the ultimate debate to determine everything. So I need your help because Josh, I just said my favorite movie of all time is Young Guns Two. Great but selection. That, I have trouble turning my back on Young Guns, the first one. It's a classic. Um, a little more of an 80s heavy metal soundtrack. Uh-huh. Jack Palance, uh, Charlie Sheen's in there. Yeah. You got a lot of things going on. So we need to determine right now which one is actually better, Young Guns or Young Guns 2. I'm going to be really contradictory here. Okay. Uh, because I mentioned earlier that I love origin stories. Yes. And a lot of people are like, you love origin stories, but you like Bad Boys 2 better than Bad Boys? Right. And you love origin stories, but you love Young Guns 2 more than Young Guns? Right, right. I- I'm going to tell you, uh, Young Guns 2 is the better movie. I think it has... Yeah. The regulator scene... It might... you got to be handy you, with the steel in Young Guns. Could you say... Could you refer to it, though, as the better film? Thank you. Not movie. 
Thank you. It's, yeah, did yeah. you hear my stomach? I did. I heard it. Yeah, that was That's my stomach. That's the pulled pork. Yeah, yeah, it's the pulled coming pork. Coming in. I don't. I think that Young Guns Two is the better film. I think yeah. Young Guns Two has more character. It has more. You're already in. You already know your Young Guns. Right. You've gotten past the expositionary period, and now you have some of the greatest shootout battles in the history of cinema, yes. Western cinema, any yes. cinema ever. Yes. Young Guns, from start to finish, is a mm-hmm. is an action packed journey of emotion, struggle, and the human condition. Right. That- Young Guns itself. Great movie, great film. Yeah. But Young Guns 2, there's very few things that hold a candle to Young Guns. I think there's more wisdom in Young Guns 2. Now, Young Guns 1, or Young Guns, has that. I mean, there's some things you learn from it, right? I get it. And the whole, have you seen the size of that chicken scene? There's some wisdom there, too. But I think because... Buenos Dias shitheads. Buenos Dias shitheads, there's a lot of things. Uh, Jack Palance yelling, China! Yeah. Is you know un- unbelievable. Uh, there's some great lines. Now, Young Guns too is more quotable, but Young Guns, yep. you know, hey, is uh, I forget his name is Charlie Morton there? Yeah, <laughs> boom, shoots him in the head. Right. Hey, Charlie Morton ain't with you anymore. Like <laughs> weird stuff like that. Yeah. Tom Cruise is as a cameo in that scene at the Real end of Young quick, Guns. Yeah. So, but I just think Young Guns was made more mid to late 80s, like 87, 88 range, mm-hmm. and you got the weird heavy metal soundtrack. Yeah, that's almost out of place. Almost, it's out of place. Yeah. Uh, Young Guns, they, I mean, there's some great stuff. I love Young yes. Guns. But I, I think in Young Guns too, it was like the band got together yeah. again, and they knew they, the first... The it was like um, Young Guns Two is an arena tour. Oh yeah, and Young Guns is the festival. Do you remember when small y- theater tour? You know the story that Leonard Skinner when they opened for the Rolling Stones at one time that the people mm-hmm. left that concert going that Leonard Skinner was unbelievable. Right, and then they started selling hundreds of thousands right. of tickets. Right, right. Same with Young Guns Two. Same with Bad Boys Two. Kind of a thing is listen, Young Guns set the table. Yes, all the silverware was there, and they had a there. good meal. Yes, Young Guns Two. They had Wolfgang Puck and Gordon Ramsay come in and battle chef yeah. at that set table that you already had in Young Guns 2. You, you know you, you know your characters. You have everything. You got the quotable lines. Yeah. Everything was ready, and it hit its peak. Same with Bad Boys 2. Now, listen, do I think that, that making a Bad Boys 3 movie is a good idea? I yeah. don't know. Because We're you ended on yet. Bad Boys 2 with perfection. Same as Young Guns 2. Yes. If you're going to go out... Go, go out with that Young one. Guns 2. Now, I mean, the nice thing, I don't think they could make a Young Guns 3 unless it was like brushy bill roberts living in new mexico in 1950 but yeah. uh who knows maybe they see i see now i would oh god i would hate if they were like we're gonna do a young guns reboot no and flash back to a new cast like i i like mean who's our new that. cast yeah. chris pine yeah tom hardy give me uh, none of that logan lerman <laughs> jai courtney like um, who are they putting in there this is horrendous yeah i know i'm sorry I, I, I know i should be shot for saying it so that wasn't much of a debate because sometimes the answer is the answer. Yeah. And Young Guns 2 is better than Young Guns. That's what we determined here today. Side note, um, mm-hmm. every time, do you watch that scene in the early moments of Young Guns 2, Pat Garrett's still friends with mm-hmm. Billy the Kid, and Billy the Kid's hiding out in the little village there, yeah. and Pat Garrett gives him a plate of food. It is like cornbread, beans, and he has an oversized spoon. Whatever he's eating is my favorite meal in the history of the world. God, it, it, there's something so wonderful about that Old West-looking yes. pewter plate pewter. and oversized spoon yes. that they're probably getting lead poisoning from yes. whatever they're eating. Yes. And 
But yes. it, it is unbelievably delicious. It said pewter. Do you remember? Do you remember in Dennis the Menace when yes. Christopher Lloyd is eating the beans uh-huh. out of the can? Yeah. For whatever reason, Same those reason. beans look amazing. It's the great seed, you know. Like is Celsa Baca looking for? Is Polita, Polita Maxwell looking for you? No, but Celsa Baca's looking for you. <laughs> Celsa Baca, and he like and, he, and Billy Kid jumps up and he does the fake fight. Oh, yeah. that movie's great. I mean, that you know, in, in Braveheart when they're all sitting around talking about how they have to make spears and they're yeah. sitting there and they're just sopping bread and something. Sopping. It almost looks like they're sopping bread in wine, but for whatever reason, that looks unbelievable. There is something just inherently sexy about sopping things up with bread. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, sir. Those meat pies in Game of Thrones are no exception, sir. That is it. Our final big segment of the week is Power Rankings. This is where we give you the top five power rankings of the week. It could be serious. It could be funny. It could be a lot of things, but above all, it is power. We want to work our way up from five to one, starting at number five, Josh McCougar with Black Panther. Black Panther, trending to be the the best-selling standalone Marvel film of all time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that, you know, the racially charged aspect of this whole thing that a lot of African-American and and black youth around the world finally get to see a superhero that looks like them. I think that's very important, but also, this movie looks badass. I, I couldn't care less about the race thing, because uh, for me, I just think it's going to be an amazing, right, amazing right, movie. Right. And maybe as a white man, I shouldn't say that. Well, but yeah, you know I know what I'm saying. But I know what you're saying. You're like, hey, I'm not hung up on it. Yeah, right. yeah this and that. You're happy. You're happy. But yes, no. It, this is a culturally important move, movie and, and a movement, and, it, and it's capturing the spirit, much like say Coco yes. was for Latinos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That and that is what's one of the big things. But on top of it, it's going to be good. And I think. That is important. And the reason I say it is important, uh, look at Ghostbusters, like yeah. this all-female le- reboot of a classic Which I movie. enjoyed. You enjoyed. A lot of people were geared up, s- s- I'd like to slap them upside the head. But then the movie maybe wasn't as good as it could be, and... I'm not. I don't don't say that I'm like. Well, that's it. The women messed up, but they don't get another chance. Right. But studio heads, dumb fans, yeah. and there's there's a lot of smart fans. A lot of you smart fans are listening right now, but a lot of dumb fans mm-hmm. who who look at stupid things like that. Well, Black Panthers. It, you, there's no way you can brush this aside. No. It's got cultural importance. On top of that, it's got talented people. Kugler, who is, I think, uh, part of the future filmmaking. Yeah, modern master. So that puts us number five on the list. Black Panther's on the rise. On the rise. Uh, number four, Ken. Yeah. Sean, the Sean White accuser. Sean White's accuser. And this is I didn't know much about this story. I didn't know much about the story, and that's why I say she's on this list, because she, much like a lot of the women in uh, this, 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 you know, we'll say the Me Too movement, but it's gone beyond that and gone before that. That's what's come out of this. Um, uh, this this thing where where these women who didn't have the confidence and the comfort and the safety. Courage. And courage and the safety in numbers. Safety in numbers, yeah. Uh, which is what a lot of this is. If, if it feels like a tidal wave, it's just like one person steps forward, another one, another one, another one. And, and you feel that this is, you know, the joke of why women go to the bathroom at the same time. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yee, right. yee, all right. It's a little bit to, to talk ahead. No, it's it's they feel there's some safety numbers because they need to feel that safety. And that's maybe some of the lesson that the men can take for that. But I, I think it's she has this opportunity. She should be on every major broadcast. Yeah, right now. and she Sean should. White, I, you know, he's is he skilled? Yes, yeah. sure. He's 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 talented in what he does. He's been around this landscape for a while now. But if he did some horrible things, and I, I'll be fair from this point, I haven't dug deeply into it. You have a little I've bit. Read more. A, a couple articles about it, and there seems to be a lot of evidence that he's and he and he settled out of court right. for I'm sure a, a large sum of money. Right. So she she got paid, and that's that's a good thing for her. 
but this was totally swept under the rug, and no media outlet is really chasing him down about it because he's yeah. America's darling coming back. He's right. crying. He's winning gold medals in a snowboard. Uh, and but I, you know, I got to be honest. I know people in the snowboard world and in the skateboard world that have told told me Sean White stories yeah. that I haven't always shown him in the best light. And it's like, well, you know, he's Sean White. He's the biggest deal around. But that doesn't that doesn't give you carte blanche to be an asshole. Can doesn't I, excuse you. Know? you. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, it, yeah. And it t- it takes sometimes it takes. You you want to kind of you know hit them where it counts and yep. here you are you're winning gold medals well by the way this is who you are and I I I am okay with this reckoning I'm I'm not a perfect human you're not a perfect mm-hmm. human but I will tell you what I haven't been going around doing some of these horrible things correct and and so if it this if it takes takes it I'm not here to take people down correct. I am very uh, I I don't like the Twitter. Uh, the Twitter lynch mobs, no. and I don't like that. And I think that's its own danger, sure. even when it's the, some of the intentions are good. But I, I think she deserves to be on this list. Agreed. Four. Number three, the Kardashian <laughs> baby Stormy. Yes, Stormy, Stormy, Stormy. Why is Stormy on this list above maybe more important things? Well, that's because it doesn't matter. Stormy is already one of the most powerful people in the world. <laughs> Do you, I know this is going to sound terribly uh, mm-hmm. insensitive, but if they named the other baby Dark and they had Dark and Stormy like you the know, drink, yeah. it's a very delicious rum ginger drink. What's funny about that is that's probably like somewhat a maybe 2% inappropriate name, <laughs> but I could see them doing something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, this is our this is our kid Dark. What? Dark. But this is Stormy. Stormy. Oh, Ooh, I like what you did there. Stormy a is... Raggedy Ann and Andy. What would you say? Weeks old now? I don't know. I'm not keeping up on it there. They spelled it Stormy with an I because yeah, it's with, trendy and hipster. With, with an I. Um, Stormy is um, already... more than us. Yeah, already has a, probably a deal for reality yep. show. Bravo, the babies of Bravo. Babies of Bravo. You got North. You got West. You got Chicago. Oh, you got gosh. Stormy. Bing, bang, boom. All those Babies names of Bravo. are making me have acid reflux. <laughs> so that's number three. Number two, talk about positive stories. Chloe Kim. Yeah. 17 years old, Ken, wins a gold medal. Yeah. She's, yep. she's going to Columbia. Yes. When I was 17, Ken, uh, I wasn't uh, winning gold medals. I wasn't going to Columbia. No. Nah. I was maybe thinking about going to a junior college. I was trying to buy beer at Sudsy's, Milwaukee's <laughs> Best Light, Ken. Milwaukee's That's where you buy beer light. when you're yep. 17. Yep, Sudsy's. Sudsy's. They never checked IDs. No, I don't think anyone at Sudsy's cares about rules. Nope. I had a beard when I was 14, so by 17 <laughs> it was glorious and little, got me able to buy beer. A little gray coming in at oh, 17. Yeah. fantastic. Going down to Sudsy's. A little yes. hair coming out the shirt. Uh, but Chloe Kim, 17. Just crushed it. Crushed it. Yeah. A kind of a new America sweetheart. I know. I love it. I hope that she wins the half-pipe goals the next two Olympics. Right. And that we somehow come back in curling and somehow become a dominant nation. At 17, she's got a long career ahead of her. She sure does. Unless she she goes to college, she becomes a doctor, and she thinks snowboarding is not for her anymore. And by all means, we could use a snowboard doctor. Well, that's what I'm saying. She could be the world's first snowboarding doctor, like actually serving people while she snowboards. It would be like that thing. Genius. The snowboard crossing you're talking about. She could just be go down to different... uh, uh, you know, tables. Snowboard crossing. Sounds like deer crossing. Yeah. Uh, What's train, your problem? I, I think I got laryngitis. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem? My rotator cuff hurts. Let's go to this. I think that would work. Yeah, it would work. It's quick. And number one on our list. Look, there is uh, sad news in the world. We, we will be dealing with it here on this show from time to time. It pops up. We have a uh, tragedy, another school shooting. And, uh, you know, that's a whole separate show to get into, Josh. But we want to put number one on our list. Uh, we number one want to remember the victims and uh, that tragedy there. But number one on our power rankings, this list, are the politicians 
who are already not afraid to maybe have a conversation. That's all I'm saying, a conversation about these issues, uh, whether it be gun control, mental health, anything, just not being afraid to shed a light on the problem. It's uh, Guns are, are, are an issue, Ken. It's yeah. too easy to get them. It's too easy to use them. Uh, and it's too easy to get for people that really shouldn't have them. Right. And I don't know how how you do it or, or what you do with it, but you got to start somewhere. And there's there's already been 17 school shootings. Yeah. Within the last twelve months, yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. Yeah, and, that's absurd. And, and and look, I you know this isn't to me about politics and different backgrounds, and and I always try to remain open and and and, and respectful of everyone's beliefs and and Second Amendment and all those kind of things. I'm all bored for it. I do not think for one second you're going to just rip up these guns out of everyone's house. It's, it's, impossible. it's impossible. I I know friends who are law enforcement or, or quasi uh, law enforcement backgrounds, military backgrounds who have. When, when Y2K was hidden, I was going to go to their house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way I get it. And I, I don't want to even argue with, with it's them. It's like the war on drugs, man. It's, it's an unwinnable yeah. war. Yeah. We can at least do some battle. But I, what I, these politicians that are, that, that this is a do your job situation mm-hmm. and you've got to hear the, the tone and tenor of the people and the people are not screaming. They're not saying, well, could you wait a couple of days? Like that line of, well, now's not the time. Yeah. It's the, the when the when, families and the people and the kids in that room, in those, in that school who were streaming stuff, cause this is new, new day and age are saying, Oh no, I was there. It's definitely the time. That's when we all that. Yes. It's there. Now's the time. Right. Galvanize. Stand up. Um, and, and, and find as, as Obama says, Common sense. Yep. He throws that out there, and people don't, that that means a lot. That means we're acknowledging that the issue of gun control is complicated, yep. tied into our history, tied into our laws. But there has to be. So, you cannot tell me that you can't have a conversation. I used to have lawn jarts as a kid. Yeah, and we had to get rid of them. Yes, because my brother threw one and almost stuck through my foot. Yes. Yep. So. So you created ruckus. Yes. So I created ruckus and started throwing darts at lemons, but. I think it's important. Number one on the ranking this week it's is... It's not just thoughts and prayers, man. It's doing something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we end on that note, uh, but that's an important note. But we do want to take a look, though, at your week ahead, Josh. This is where we like to predict what you, the listener, will be doing in your week ahead. Down the line, we might have horoscopes. We might uh, just down... We might read your tea leaves, man. But what do you think is going to happen to our listeners this week? What are they going to experience, Josh? Ken, I think there's going to be... A- an astrological uh, event that we don't know anything about that is going to become popular on social media. A blood moon, a full moon, a blood moon. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of these... One Where of all these your neighbors are out there. What are you looking, looking at? Ah, the moon. It's the uh, it's the harvest sun, blood moon, winter, <laughs> solstice moon. Haley's comment. And, it's, yeah. it's, and people are going to blame it for something being in retrograde and things right. are going to be weird. Listen, no, uh, February is a short month. It's already halfway gone. November, right. January seems like it's 14 weeks long. February is a really quick month. Before you it know it, it's going to be February 28th. Next yeah. week, there's going to be something in retrograde with a blood moon, full moon, half moon, waxing moon, harvest sun. Right. That is going to really mess with people's heads. Absolutely. Also, one of the other things I think you're going to deal with this week is uh, uh, the the idea that you still have to wonder where is that car in space and where is it going to land? You're going, yes. to have a, you're going to have a thoughtful conversation about it. Try to engage somebody in a thoughtful conversation about space cars. Space cars are a real issue. <laughs> Can space cars are space cars? There's already a traffic jam in space. Yes, right. Got to get off that 101 to the to the space station 
immediately. And Space cars. Don't get caught watching curling when you have a meeting. <laughs> that is our show for this week. That is the, it, Josh. We did it. We did it. Uh, how are you? Where can people follow your adventures? At Josh McCuga on Twitter and Instagram. The Josh McCuga Show on YouTube. Just had Scott Eastwood on the show. Absolutely. Follow me at Ken Napsuck and on Twitch where I love twitching games and hanging out with you. I know it's called streaming, but twitching sounds more fun. That is it. That has been the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>